Do you feel like learning English is difficult? Is it like confusing because you don't know what you're supposed to study next? Don't worry because I'm here to help you out. So let's get cracking. Welcome everyone. Thanks for finding my podcast. My name is Dan and I'm here to help you enjoy learning English. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about study hacks that you need to know. And in today's podcast, we're going to be going through a few different topics. First of all, I'm going to be telling you all about kind of my language journey, learning Japanese. I'm also going to be telling you like some of the mistakes that I made along the way. And finally, I'm going to be answering your questions. So if you're watching live on Instagram or on YouTube, be sure to get your questions in and I'll try and answer them. If you're listening to this podcast and you want to get an episode, get a comment on the next episode, all you've got to do is find me on social media and let me know what your question is. So, good stuff. Is everybody okay today? We're we doing good? Nice. Well, thank you very much for finding this podcast. Let's get started, shall we? First topic today is I'm going to be talking about my language journey in life. Now, this may surprise some of you guys, but when I was a student in school, I hated learning languages. I was terrible at it. I hated it. In my high school, we studied French. I can't speak a word of French. We also studied Spanish, and I also can't remember any Spanish, to be honest. I didn't enjoy it. I just wanted it to be over. I didn't even like studying English in school because it was so boring. I didn't understand why I should bother to learn these things. Um, as I got older, I realized the importance of learning another language. And that's going to be a topic probably for next week's podcast, why language learning is important. But when I was 13 years old, I did not care about learning languages at all. And because I didn't care, because I didn't understand why it's good, I couldn't do it. I, like, I, I just could not do it. That's life, right? I wish I'd stuck with it, though. Can you imagine how good my French would be if I'd have continued from like age 13 to now? It'd have been way better, but I didn't. And that's why I can't speak French. Anyway, fast forward in life. Uh, when I got to about 30 years old, I decided, okay, let's try and learn a language. I decided that I wanted to at some point move to Japan and live in Japan. So, you know, it made sense to try and learn Japanese. Now, as an English native speaker, Japanese is one of the hardest languages you can possibly learn. It's so different to English. But, you know, I did what everybody does when they want to learn a language. I found the teacher. And they can tell me what to do because I don't know how to learn a language. I don't know what to do. So I found a teacher in my area. She's really lovely. Still talk to her to this day. Great teacher. And I took some lessons. You know, we got a, a textbook and we, 
you know, each lesson we'd learn a new piece of grammar and some vocabulary and I'd make some very basic sentences and that kind of thing. Um, the problem was that after a few lessons, I got confident. Yeah, this is not so bad. I can say some basic things. Then I got on a plane and I moved to Japan. That was a rude awakening. Turns out, textbook plus a few lessons means that you don't understand anything. I arrived in Japan and I couldn't understand anyone. I couldn't speak. I couldn't express myself. I could ask basic things. I could ask, Excuse me, where is the station? But I couldn't understand the answer. So it's pointless. Um, and that killed my confidence, absolutely destroyed it. And it made everything in life harder. It took me two and a half hours to open a bank account using Google Translate. <laughs> tough day, tough day. Um, so then after a while and I decided I was gonna stay in um, Japan, uh, then I thought, okay, I need to get serious. I was teaching English full-time, so I didn't really have time to take lessons. Couldn't go to a language school or something like that. So I had to learn in my free time. And I'd never done this before. So I just kind of thought, okay, what do I need next? So first thing I did, I learned survival phrases. Phrases that I need right now to survive you know how to order food in a restaurant how to ask for directions very very basic stuff right then after that i kind of used some applications on my phone i got some textbooks i've got so many textbooks on my bookshelf you won't believe it and i did a lot of input you know learn new words learn some grammar everybody does this right and then one mistake or one thing that I did is I started outputting Japanese as quickly as I could. Some people will tell you that you need to do a lot of input before you can output, right? And that's somewhat true. Everybody's different. But for me, I really wanted to start speaking. <laughs> I like communicating with people. The reason I learn a language is to communicate with people. If I can't communicate, I don't want to learn this language. So what I would do, I would get my textbook and I would learn some kind of new expression. Anything, you know, today I went to the supermarket, you know, something like that. And I would go to like, uh, in Japan, they have something called standing bars, right? Uh, Tachinomi. And you go there and it's quite informal bar where everyone's stood up and you eat a little food and you drink, right? And I would go to a standing bar and I would say this new phrase to everyone, anybody that would listen to me, I said my new phrase to them. And I paid attention to what they said back. Like, how did they react to um, what I was saying, right? Um, so, you know, I'd be in the standing barbier. Kyo wa super ni ikimashita. 
and what did they say? And I would kind of learn some casual phrases and I'd learn by listening to how people responded to me and things like that. And when they asked me a question, I'd try and like whatever Japanese I could muster, try and answer and try to have a basic conversation. For me, this was really, really motivational. Being able to communicate with somebody in a different language, even at the most basic level, was a huge success for me. And that really motivated me to keep going and keep trying to get better. And every time I went back to that standing bar, I'd talk to new people with a new phrase, and eventually I'd kind of build up enough skills that I could talk to people, just a little basic stuff, but I could do it. That's the key. Now, fast forward six years, I've had a lot of conversations. I can speak Japanese to like a intermediate level. But six years of language learning, I should probably a bit, a bit further down that path. I should probably be better than I actually am in Japanese. I'll be honest, my Japanese is not great. It's really not. I can survive. I can deal with most daily life situations, but it's not what I would consider good. I made a lot of mistakes when I was teaching myself Japanese. A lot. And I learned the hard way some skills that I wish I'd known when I started. If somebody, like if I could travel back in time and talk to myself at the beginning of my language learning journey and tell myself this stuff, I'd be way better at <laughs> Japanese now. Just worlds apart because I wasted so much time and so much effort because I didn't know a good way to actually express myself in Japanese. I didn't know a good way to output the language and I didn't know a good way to study to get better. So today, I'm gonna tell you what I wish I had done and what you should probably do if you're learning another language. And probably you're learning English. I'm gonna tell you kind of what you should do to get better in English because I don't know if you've ever felt like this that you learned English at first and it's quite easy at first you make a lot of progress because you're learning words and yeah it's it's pretty good however after a while your progress kind of stops you know hey plateaus that's a good word plateau uh, to stop improving, to even out like this. Right, so if that has happened to you and you've felt that way, some of these tips might help you get back on that upwards to the moon kind of trajectory. So yeah, let's take a look. First thing, if I was going to learn a new language and I am actually currently starting to learn Portuguese, as we've mentioned before. If I was learning a new language, the first thing I would do is learn the core vocabulary. Every single language has a set amount of words that are the core of the vocabulary. In English, the core vocabulary is 3,000 most common words, right? If you learn these 3,000 words, 
you can understand like 90% of daily life conversations with just 3,000 words. Now, 3,000 words sounds like a lot, right? However, 3,000 words is less than one year if you learn 10 new words a day. If you study 10 new words a day for one year, you're going to learn that core vocabulary. And in one year, you're going to be able to understand 90% of every English conversation you have in daily life. Sure, you're not going to be able to talk about politics at a high level. You're not going to be able to understand a scientific document. But you're going to be able to survive. You're going to be able to enjoy your life if you're living in a different country. And the 3,000 core words can be easily found online. If you search in Google, uh, on Google, sorry. If you search on Google, English core vocabulary 3,000, you're going to get uh, something called the Oxford core 3,000. And yeah, study that first. Now, how you choose to study vocabulary depends on you. Everybody's different. But for me, when I wanted to study vocabulary, I found that flashcards were really good. You know, like the paper, the words on one side and the translation on the other side. However, we live in a digital world, so digital flashcards are the one for me. And I used to use an application called Anki. Uh, A-N-K-I. Anki. It's free on PC and Android. I think there's a version on iPhone, but it, maybe it costs money. And what Anki does it's a digital flashcard, so on one side we've got the word I want to learn, and on the other side it's got the translation. And it will show me 10 new words every day, and I study these 10 new words. Great. However, have you ever studied a new word, right? And you understand it, and then one week later it's like, boom, gone, right? That happens to me too. But what Anki does is it kind of reminds you of the word again and again. So let's say I learn a new word on day one. Day two, it shows me that word again. It's like, hey, do you remember this word from yesterday? Yeah, I remember it. I can remember that word. Good. And then it disappears. But then in a couple of days, it comes back. Do you still remember? Yeah, I still remember. And then maybe a week later, it comes back. And then a month later. And then six months later. And it kind of makes sure that you don't forget the new words you're learning. Learning words is important, but reviewing the words that you already learned is just as important. So what I would do is I would get Anki or some other flashcard application. I would study 10 new words every single day. And I would review words that I studied previously. Now, this is going to take about 10 minutes every day. You can do this on the train on the way to work. You can do this during your lunch break. You know, you can do this in your toilet time, whatever. Just study those 10 new words every day. And in one year, it's going to be a huge difference to your English. After, you know, a couple, maybe a month, two months of studying words, what I would do is get a textbook. Now, if you're learning English, I would highly recommend this textbook. English Grammar in Use. This is the intermediate version. 
There's also a, a elementary version and an advanced version. Um, I would get something like this. Maybe not this specific book, but a book like this. English Grammar in Youth. Great. I'm not sponsored, by the way. Just, it's a great book. And slowly I would work through the, the grammar exercises, right? I would go through and learn the patterns on how to make a sentence. And at this point, I would practice learning words in a sentence. I'd take a new word that I learned, and I'd take a grammar pattern that I'd just studied, and boof, I'd try and combine it and make some new sentences, right? That's what I would do. And you know, you can, I actually use Twitter a lot. I've got a couple of secret Twitter accounts, and I use it just to post sentences that I've made. Just anything is fine. Um, you're gonna make a lot of mistakes, doesn't matter. Just make sure you're making your own sentences as regularly as you can. And around the same time, um, I would start trying to enjoy like native media, right? So just get used to language going in. English, get like surround yourself in English, even if you don't understand. Understanding is not important right now, just making sure language is going in. Think about when you were a baby, right? You didn't use an app or a textbook to learn your native language. You spent the first two years of your life just listening. And eventually you started to output. So at this point, I would start inputting as much as I could. Reading books in English. Listening to podcasts like this. Um, going to YouTube and finding videos about something that I like in English. If you like football, go find a video about football in English. If you love cooking or MasterChef or whatever you like, go do that in English. It doesn't matter how much you understand. 10%, 15%, doesn't matter. The goal is like a sponge, soak up that English. And eventually it will make sense. But for now, it's just get it in as much as you can. Just get the English in. And at that point, after I've been doing this for a while, let's say six months, um, you know, every day English is going in. I'm making my own sentences. I'm learning new words, making a lot of progress, making a lot of progress. At which point we can switch to output mode. And that's where the fun starts. Like there's a lot of ways to output English. And you might be surprised that even though I live in Japan, my job means that I have to speak English all day, every day. Uh, I don't use Japanese in my lessons. So I can't speak Japanese at work, right? And my wife's from Brazil and we communicate basically in English. So I don't actually speak Japanese at home either. So even though I live in Japan, especially during the pandemic, I don't get chance to speak Japanese. The most Japanese I speak is to go to the convenience store and say, no, it's okay, I don't need a plastic bag. So how do you practice 
output in your language when you don't have chance to talk to anyone around you, right? And there's a lot of ways. The one thing I would suggest is shadowing. Shadowing is an English learning technique where you find a movie or a TV show or a YouTube video or a podcast and you listen to the sentence, right? And you pause and you repeat the sentence. You try and copy the speed, the pronunciation, the up and down, the word stress. You try and copy everything. And you do this a lot, you know, maybe five minutes a day, you're just copying and repeating what somebody said. It doesn't matter if you understand what they're saying. The point is you're getting used to pronouncing the words. You're understanding where you should stress things in the sentence. All really important stuff. Uh, other things you can do is you can write a diary or on your phone, you can record yourself talking for like a minute. Uh, let's say on a Monday night, you record this weekend, I went to the baseball game and I drank three beers. It was great. Re like record an audio diary. It's a great way to practice speaking. These days you can get online conversations. Um, you know, there's a million websites where you can go and you can pay a little bit of money and you can speak to a native speaker, you know, things like iTalki or Cambly or, you know, whatever. Um, there's a lot of those things. And get used to outputting. So just to recap what I wish I'd done. Step one, core vocabulary. Learn that core vocabulary so you can understand. Step two, get a textbook, learn some grammar. Step three, input loads even if you don't understand. And step four, start outputting, shadowing, keeping a diary, and maybe having conversations with people online. Now, hopefully you've learned how to learn a language and what you should do to get better. Um, if you're interested in this kind of thing, I actually wrote a book about this. It's called The Study Hacks Guide. And you can get this book right now for free on my website dansenseienglish.com if you join the study squad you can get the study hacks guide completely free right now it's full of loads of tips like in this podcast so be sure to check it out now then do you guys who are watching have any questions for me i'd love to hear from you i'd love to um yeah answer any questions you've got so hit me with it uh, we've got a few people watching on Instagram, so if you've got any questions, now's the time to put them in the chat. Let's go. There's been a lot of people joining. That's great. That's great. Thank you very much for watching. Shadowing must be hard in Japanese. It's, it's hard in every language, but the idea is the same. I find somebody talking in Japanese and I copy it. It's... Um, that's how I practice pronunciation Japanese a lot, to be honest. Um, so that was good. That's good. Uh, who else we got in here today? I'm looking through the chat now. A lot of people joining. This is awesome. Thank you very much. Um, another thing you could do is you could, um, practice in communication groups and I, I see a lot these days uh, on facebook there's like groups or there's uh, uh there's 
group applications, you know, like Discord or Telegram or WhatsApp. You can join the group and maybe there's people in there that want to speak to you as well. That's a good tip. Um, I'm just looking now. Ah, okay. This is a good one. Um, Hype786 in the chat said that TV shows that are good for learning vocabulary, right? I would always say pick a TV show that you like because it should be entertaining. If you watch a TV show you don't even like to try and learn English, it's going to be pretty boring. Um, so for me, I like comedy stuff. Uh, if you like British comedy, I'd recommend something like The Inbetweeners. It's kind of fun. You can learn some slang. American stuff. I like a TV show called Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Also very good. Um, if you're learning Japanese, a lot of people use anime and that kind of thing. And I recommend Shit's Creek. Well, there you go. I don't know what Shit's Creek is, but it sounds cool. Um, uh, let's see what else we've got. I've got some questions coming in now. Uh, we've got, hi, where are you from? I'm from Sheffield in England, in Yorkshire, but I live in Japan. So that's cool. Um, I want to understand, or hype again. I want to understand, how do you understand a word which you haven't heard before in an example in a show? So, if I was watching a TV show, I wouldn't try and understand individual words so much. I will learn individual words through my daily studies learning vocabulary, right? But what I would do is if a word keeps coming up in that episode, four, five, six times I hear this word and I don't know it, then I'd bust out my dictionary and look what it means. But other than that, don't worry about, like, I don't understand every word. Of course you don't understand every word. That's natural. Just try and understand the big picture and enjoy the show. How do we improve accent? Sonia asks. Um, improving accent is difficult. Shadowing is great. You know, shadowing people. If you want to sound like me for some reason, you can shadow using my uh, videos and you'll naturally improve your accent by copying other people's accents. I have a problem with this sentence. Is it correct? Burger King's burger. Yes, that is correct. Um, I'm not sure why you would say that, but good. Okay, last chance for any questions then, guys. Um, hopefully you found this very useful today. And... Oh, that's a good idea. He, the architect, says just install a simple radio app and start to listen to the radio every day. Put it on in the background. You don't need to really listen to it. Just if it's in the background, your brain's going to listen to it. Um, Beatrice says, there's a lot of slang. How can you get that? One of the big things I teach on my Instagram and on my YouTube is British slang. So, yeah, make sure that you check that stuff out. Um, also, just watch TV shows from the language you want to learn. And naturally, you'll pick up slang in context. So, just like any other word, you can study it just like you would any verb or adjective or noun. Right then, guys, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you coming along and listening to it. I just want to remind you all that, you know, if you're watching on Instagram or if you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments, like, what you think. If you want to hear a certain topic for next time, it'd be great. 
if you are doing that don't forget like and subscribe and all that good stuff it really helps me out and if you're listening to this podcast give me a rating on your favorite platform whether it's spotify or amazon or apple podcasts no dramas but that's everything from me today so thanks for listening and i'll catch you in the next one see you next week everyone bye